Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to today's edition of Reflection on the Word with Richard Kay. I'm Chuck Christie, and today we are asking you to spend a few moments of your time with us each day as Richard shares from God's Word with notes, quotes, and stories, along with some of his own personal experiences, to confirm for you God's great love for us, that his compassion for us never fails, and that he has a great faithfulness toward us in every regard. Now, if you miss a portion of today's broadcast or would like to recommend it to a friend, You can hear this program anytime online at talknetworkradio.com. Well, now here's Richard with today's reflection. If your brother sins against you, go and rebuke him in private. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if you won't listen, take one or two more with you, so that by the testimony of two or three witnesses, every fact may be established. If he pays no attention to them, tell the church. But if he doesn't pay attention even to the church, let him be like an unbeliever and a tax collector to you. I assure you, whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. Again, I assure you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there among them. Matthew chapter 18, beginning with verse 15 and closing with verse 20. In our last segment, we talked about the fruit of the Spirit being the result of the overflowing submitted life to the Holy Spirit. And believer, these things are demonstrated in many ways in our life. 
But the greatest demonstration of the love of God is what he already did for you and I. He forgave us of our sin. He forgave us of our sin. And because he demonstrated that he forgave our sin, then we must forgive the sins of others. Remember what we just read in the 18th chapter. This part of the teaching in the scripture is used in many cases for the way that we demonstrate the power of God. But the power of God is demonstrated in a manner in which he chooses, not the way we choose. But he gives us opportunities to be used in that particular demonstration. And this particular passage follows. There is a lesson that is taught. And the teaching of that lesson is, again, to the one who becomes the apostle Peter. Peter listened to Jesus' words that were written earlier as we read in Matthew 18 and verses 15 through 20. And then in beginning verse 21, he came to Jesus and he said, Lord, how many times could my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? I tell you, not as many as seven, Jesus said to him, but 70 times seven. And then Jesus goes into a very clear explanation of his meaning. He talks about this reason. He says, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who wanted to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began to settle accounts, one who owed 10,000 talents was brought before him. Since he had no way to pay it back, his master commanded that he, his wife, his children, and everything he had be sold to pay the debt. At this, the slave fell face down before him and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you everything. Then the master of that slave had compassion, released him, and forgave him the loan. But that slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. He grabbed him, started choking him, and said, Pay what you owe. At this his fellow slave fell down and began begging him, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he wasn't willing. On the contrary, he went and threw him into prison until he could pay what was owed. When the other slaves saw what had taken place, they were deeply distressed and went 
and reported to their master everything that had happened. Then, after he had summoned him, his master said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Shouldn't you also have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And his master got angry and handed him over to the jailers until he could pay everything that was owed. Listen to the 35th verse. Earlier that was a parable of an explanation, but now this is not a parable. Jesus then says, So my heavenly Father will also do to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from his heart. You know, this is a very difficult thing. It is difficult because man does not have the capacity to forgive in the same manner without the love of God living in him. We have heard testimonies of people who early in their life had been abused by a father that perhaps was uh, inebriated or just just in a bad a bad way and many times this has been unfortunate but many of those children have suffered throughout their lives because the father was so abusive and this is so unfair and yet it happens and because it happens then there has to be something that can free the one who was abused. And the only thing that can free those that have been abused is the love of God that will heal their wounds and will also give them the capacity to forgive those who abused them. It is difficult, but it is possible through the love of God. You see, believer, there are so many things when we read earlier in uh, another segment about the fruit of the spirit. Remember that the fruit of the spirit was love, was joy. Those things that were out of the love of God that were implanted in us by his spirit. One of which was patience. You see, in this example, it is exemplified. Because what is it that is desired by the one who owes such a debt? Be patient with me. And his master was patient. And because he was patient, he was merciful. And he forgave his debt totally. Now, the reason that this is so important is that here we see an example of the love of God where he forgives us all of our sin, all of the debt that we owe. And we have no right, no purpose to go to a fellow servant, 
to one who is a household of faith, to one who is a brother. We have no right to go and demand that they pay us all. And what he's really talking about is forgiving. Because that's what Peter asked. Peter had asked Jesus, how many times can my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And Peter says seven times. Because that is stretching the human capability to in any way forgive. But Jesus says beyond human capability, in the love of God, you will be able to forgive 70 times seven. Now, this signifies that God is able to help us forgive sins in insurmountable measure. It means that beyond any of our own capacity, we have his ability to forgive sin. And where is it that that sin is forgiven when our brother sins against us? You see, believer, what he was teaching in the letter that he wrote, Paul's letter to the church at Galatia, when he was talking about the fruit of the Spirit, he talked about the manner in which that fruit of the Spirit is displayed is through love. And the manner that that love is displayed is by restoring a brother who is in a fault. And it states that we are to carry one another's burdens. Richard will be right back in a moment to wrap up. But if you just joined us, you've been listening to Reflections on the Word with Richard Kay. You can hear this message in its entirety again online, as well as Richard's entire archive at talknetworkradio.com. We would like to acknowledge our theme song, How Great Is Thy Faithfulness, from the America's 25 Favorite Hymns album. Unless otherwise expressed, scriptures are read from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, which is published by Holman Bible Publishers in Nashville, Tennessee. Additional resources used for Reflections on the Word with Richard Kay include Great is Thy Faithfulness by Our Daily Bread and printed by Discovery House Publishers. Again, here is Richard to wrap up today's message. You see, there's an expression that's been used in many other applications, and that is that you never realize what another person is going through until you've walked a mile, as it says, in his shoes. You don't know. And so there's no way that we can say we're better. There's no way that we can be conceited or puffed up as if we're deserving of something. We have a loving, heavenly master, our heavenly father, that has forgiven us, totally forgiven us, all of our sins. We could never accomplish that by works. We could never be good enough. We would always fall short. And because of that, he demonstrates his love for us by dying for us. 
to pay the price that we should have paid. That's why the crucifixion of this old nature has been such a vital part of our teaching, because that is where the forgiveness is known. Because of our old nature, what we would have done, what we did do, and in some cases still do, we need forgiveness. And Jesus forgives us. Now, he doesn't expect that we're going to turn right around and go back into our sinful position all over again. He expects that we're going to be counseled and that we're going to be loved and we're going to be restored. There is the answer to Paul's question in Galatians. And it's the answer to Peter's question in the book of Matthew. We fulfilled the law of Jesus Christ, what's implanted in our hearts to know to forgive. And believer, it is only through the love of God that forgiveness can be accomplished. We need to understand that it is through his love that forgiveness came. And it is through his love that we give forgiveness to others. And that is today's reflection on the word. Thank you, Richard. Join us again tomorrow when we continue with the next edition of Reflections on the Word with Richard K. For Richard and the entire team, this is Chuck Christie saying thanks for listening to this edition of Reflections on the Word. Yeah.